This podcast is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbro and is a production of VI Alliance Copyright 2019. And this chart-busting hit, Alone Leave Me, courtesy of New Threads, is available everywhere. Hi, this is Julie and I am here with Susan and we are very excited <laughs> to have this podcast because we are going to compare, contrast, and enjoy the energy of a chapter from Napoleon Hill and spread it into the Kabbalion and see what we can come up with and what we can propel from. And for all you fans of Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, we promised that we were going to look at the Mystery of Sex Transmutation chapter because we're going to compare it with the gender chapters and the mental gender chapters in the Kabbalion. I would like to add one thing that is at the end of this that was stated in the Kabbalion because it relates exactly to what we're doing. It is the end of mental gender chapter. With the aid of the Kabbalion, one may go through any occult library anew. The old light from Egypt illuminating many dark pages and obscure subjects. That is the purpose of this book. We do not come expounding a new philosophy, but rather furnishing the outlines of a great world-old teaching, which will make clear the teachings of others, which will serve as a great reconciler of differing theories and opposing doctrines. And it's just funny because I had to go back and reread this because we were just so deep into Napoleon Hill. And that's exactly what we're doing. We're using the light of the Kabbalion to mix up and alchemize Napoleon Hill's sex transmutation. And this is not a podcast about sex. Mm. Both of these books, as well as others, say that that's the missing piece. People get caught up in the physical, the biological, and this is more about the mystical right. and alchemy. Right. And it's funny because Napoleon Hill, in his chapter, he starts out by saying... The emotion of sex brings into being a state of mind. Mm-hmm. Just to even contemplate that for a few seconds, not to go anywhere with it, but to <laughs> contemplate it is pretty intense. And, you know, like you said, he's not talking about the physical aspect, yet he's talking about the energy, which is perfect, which is right in our ballpark. He, he actually says sex desire is the most powerful of human desires. When driven by this desire, men, because of course it was written, again, you know, people from the Kabbalion, turn of the century, and it's dealing with, you know, a primarily man audience. That was the idea behind it. So, when driven by this desire, men develop keenness of imagination, courage, willpower, persistence, and creative ability unknown to them at other times. And through this, he's trying to describe that energy of the the power of sex that, you know, it's been debased. And when we don't have willpower, you know, you fall into gluttony of, Mm. of, of, of sex. And if you can rise above that and you can use these other forces, which both in the Kabbalion and in Think and Grow Rich... They both describe the mind, and I'm being very general here, as male and female, Mm -hmm. conscious, subconscious, active, passive, 
um, objective and subjective. And Napoleon Hill refers to them as well, saying you have your conscious mind, you have the subconscious. And using the two of them, using both the male and the female, is really how you get to use that power behind the sex drive to create amazing things. And, you know, it's funny, as you're saying that, I'm thinking, you know, the natural inclination of when anyone says, oh, you know, we're this is the sex chapter, it's like, ooh, you know, okay, what do we got here? What is this about? Is it Tantra? What is it? Is it, you know, something else? Is it pornographic? And just for the understanding that, you know, you really, we talk about words a lot and where your mind goes and, you know, how we understand and translate. And, you know, really... If you said to someone, what do you think of the first, you know, I'll give you a word, and I say sex, and what do you get, you know, you, it's hard not to go into a physical action, and that goes into a do, mm-hmm. which is funny, it goes into a do, and yet what both Napoleon Hill and, you know, the Kabbalion is kind of stressing is the energy surrounding it, and the, the energy of, you know, the being of it and what occurs, and the creation that occurs. And he talks about in Think and Grow Rich, he talks about, and we talked a lot about in the podcast on it, about, you know, the burning desire he talks about to keep. And there's a huge element of that in the energy of what occurs, you know, unconditionally and conditionally and just inadvertently in the whole understanding of sex and not even taking it into a physical, taking it into just the mental part of it. Napoleon Hill says, and I'm reading, the desire for sexual expression, and that's his words, sexual expression, which is a great way of stating it, is inborn and it's natural to all of us. And the desire cannot and should not be submerged or eliminated. So this is a natural gift that we are all blessed with. And he does further on say, yes, it is a blessing. It is not a curse, which some people tend to, with small minds, tend to think that it is. But it's being mm -hmm. able to transmute, again, this is Napoleon Hill's word, transmute that power into a creative force to, to do whatever it is that you have... And he uses it to describe how one would get the, the idea, the thought, to the subconscious. Because if, you do, if you're not aware of it and you are not proactive in impregnating the subconscious, well, the subconscious is going to pick up things anyways. So the other thing in, in describing what he's saying, I was going to read from um, Mental Gender that without the active aid of the will of the masculine principle, the feminine principle is apt to rest content with generating mental images which are the result of impressions received from outside instead of producing original mental creations. And so in, with that, activating the male or the conscious part of the brain and using that power that's the 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 sex, the power of sex to move that thought to the subconscious. If you don't, the subconscious is going to pick up stuff anyways. And that might not necessarily be your own as well. 
No, it's going to be. It's going right. to pick up general stuff right. from the outside. Right. Napoleon Hill. He's you know talking about thinking grow rich, and he's talking specifically about money, and he's talking you know about something. And you went through talking about you know it was during the time of the depression, and people needed money, and yada yada yada. And so the focus of his book is in there. Yet he says the focus of his material and content is in there. Yet. He says a lot of hypnotic things, and he says a lot of different things that go into the energy, not as explicitly as Neville Goddard, as I've said in in that podcast as well. And in the sensation where he's talking about the mystery of sex transmutation, I think it's it's really priceless that he takes what is so well known and understand and completely immediately translated into a physical act and a do and sets it into just an emotion of energy an emotion of energy that leads into creation and he says that if it's not transmuted into some creative effort it will find a less worthy outlet and and talks about and i think both books kind of talk about how it's it's always there it's always present this force is there and in in the kabbalion when it's just generically talking about gender saying gender is everything and everything is male and female and it manifests on all planes and it just kind of brings you into a wholeness of what it's about and how you know there's creation and that's really what gender is to produce and to manifest and the sex is just the male and female aspect of it for the manifestation of gender on the physical plane i think there's there's a real interesting hypnotic element there because you know we always go into the rendition of you know where i like to focus on we're energetic beings and you say but we're here you know and we're physical and it's a beautiful way to take something and i guess this is what i'm saying in my roundabout way take something so beautiful and simple and that's well known and that creates and is you know a product of evolution and generations continuing and take it and say this is something that you can actually utilize and ascertain to project to that ultimate you know burning desire that you want in life. So instead of just looking at this as part of, you know, you being a human and you being here and it's procreation and, you know, it it further your, you know, bloodline and all that other kind of thing or just, you know, having babies and everything else, he talks about it from a very emotional and energy base without really even saying so much in the emotion. Well, you're procreating an idea. <laughs> right. I mean, but let's let's in actuality, you know, so when they right. talk about that, you—that's really what we're doing. Is we, in the physical, you know, you have a baby, and in the, and we're using the same philosophy actually, in creating an idea and and having it manifest. And so, when you think about it, the the emotion of sex is very powerful. I mean, when in talking about the powerful feelings that one has. Napoleon Hill says, of course, of all of them, that is the strongest for even for any animal. He talks about, you know, when you, you know, castrate a, an animal, the, a lot of their drive is gone. And it's, it's no different for us. And, and, and the reason in saying that is the power of that is so strong 
that we can understand it that there's two part and, and we can understand it when you think of it biologically because we can all relate to that and I think the hardest part about this is what the Kabbalion is saying is if you see your mind as two parts a lot of us have a hard time separating ourselves into two parts we think of it as one because it is one but it is working as two parts I mean our brain if, if you separate the corpus callosum our brain has a left brain and a right brain and they act very differently but they're coordinated through the the you know corpus callosum you remove it and that's when people have what do they call it the strange arm that'll come up and hit you because you because we have two parts of our brain that's science that's that's medicine and so if you could and so i think what's interesting is they're breaking it up as to the conscious our conscious mind and our subconscious mind and they use male and female because of course we can relate to it as a male you know as projecting something to the female and the female receives it and then creates the baby and then the baby comes it's the same thing if we use the idea of of an idea of what it is that we want to do right the Kabbalion is a really cool book. We have a whole podcast series. There's always somewhere else to go with the Kabbalion. And that's always the question that we have is how do we approach it from a different angle? We put together a book of trivia. And that is one way that we pushed ourselves into looking at it from a different perspective. Exactly. And so if you're listening to our podcast and you want to go into more of the energy, you got to check this ebook out. And it's only pennies. But it's worth so much more because when you get in that space, if you can have something that can take you and send you somewhere else in the energy of what you're studying in a different way, it's priceless. Touche. Are you missing Samantha? Are you bewitched by the magic all around you? Then you will love the Endra scripts. It's a series of 10 really funny plays involving Endra, a very cool witch, but she's a whole lot more. Find the Endra scripts by Polonius on Amazon. And what I was saying at the beginning, and I was kind of stumbling looking for the words, is that if you don't have the willpower to decide for yourself, I'm going to decide what I think and how I'm going to approach this. If you don't have that willpower, all these outside influences are going to start coming in and tell you why, whatever your goal is, whatever you dream, oh, that won't work because of this. You can't do this. What makes you think? Don't you know nobody... All of those other influences start to come in and they flood the subconscious and then guess what happens? Your willpower was zero, so everybody else's consciousness went into your subconscious and there goes your dream. Right. Instead of having your own original creativity be acted upon, you know, you're having something else from outside that isn't really what you want occurring. And I think... Sometimes the the mystery of the sex transmutation chapter gets lost in the fact that it becomes, you know, just, you know, a definition of sex, like we, we said earlier. And Well, this is, he doesn't go with the definition of sex. He no, he doesn't. But it, it's interesting because he says at one point, the energy must be transmuted from desire for physical contact into some other form of desire and action before it will lift one to the status of a genius. 
and and that's interesting because and I'll go here because there has been some talk about you know and I'm going to go into this energy vibration there has been some talk about orgasms in relation to like people have mentioned they have spiritual orgasms when you're so like in touch and in vibration with just where your source is and your you know you could say your your so you're talking desire about physical you're talking about a physical no i'm talking about just as it's an energy okay it's like an energy so sensation it's nothing fi- okay no so. it's not physical it's like an energy sensation mm-hmm. and and i think much in what he's saying about you know transmuting or moving from the idea and the aspect mm-hmm. of i mean we all know what sex is and mm-hmm. it's just then taking that and from all of what we said and also putting together you know what's said in the Kabbalion about the duality of mind in the two parts working together there's many layers i think in the way both right material and both of the content kind of presents their suggestions and the depth of what they're talking about where the energy is and there's a way even to look at this chapter in and of itself as something kind of mirroring on top of you by what the actual energy is of you know where you're working with your burning desire and your will and your creativity and just that energy and vibration well i think about when you're working on something and you're really given a hundred percent whatever it is if you're writing something if you're you're doing something with music something with art or you're putting together a business deal or whatever it is that you are impassioned with and you're doing it and you finish it and you look and you feel great that's when you're in that space of doing that that's that feeling of you know you that to me is like the the transmutation of of sex it's that Mm. urge of i want to do this and being so involved in it you know we talk about this in other podcasts it's like time goes by you're like what what happened right you all of a sudden you come out and you're like what what time is it right and you're just so engrossed but when it's when you've accomplished it that feeling of it's beyond satisfaction Mm. it's a feeling of just and that's funny because it's not, I, I would say it's not the feeling that's after, but it's the feeling while you're in it because you're not even in feeling. So where I'm going you're in is... Some, you're in some other, like, I, presence. Right, but I'm talking about afterwards, the feeling of using this as opposed to having the sex emotion and just going out and having sex. And you come back, I mean, you, people sit there and you see them, they're always like, oh, crappy, you feel like crap. I mean, I'm not speaking from experience, <laughs> sorry, but what I am speaking from, but what I'm trying to say is that when, when you think about it, that this feeling, it's like it's bringing sex and love together. It's that you just feel great. It's like you just, you just feel great. It's when you, you know, as opposed to, well, it doesn't you know, stop it's like it I keep saying having a great meal versus <laughs> going and eating a McDonald's and you're like, God, I just gore, you know, ate all this, but I feel like crap. Well, it doesn't stop at just the physical aspect of it. Exactly. And I think that's the beauty of it because the, the, the sexual act that occurs in the Kabbalion is the duality of mind and how the will works with the creativity and an action with the male and the female of the mind create and expand and produce and, and just it's amazing... <laughs> It's, you know, amazing energy that's experienced and, and 
it's great because from this expression of Napoleon Hill, he really takes it to the, yeah, we're talking about money, you right, know, and then you right. go right into the, right, now we're talking about sex, and it's not, he's not just talking about money, well, I mean, it's, and he's not just talking about sex, he's talking about so much more, and we said that in the Napoleon Hill podcast about the money and, you know, the, the symbolism of it. We've said that in other podcasts, yet the, the energy of, of what it means and what it creates and how you are being, you know, consistently and persistently moving in the direction to what you want. So I'm going to go to how I started this. <laughs> in the Kabbalion, when, when it is said, you know, that this is the purpose of this book. We do not come expounding a new philosophy, but rather furnishing the outlines of a great world-old teaching, which will make clear the teaching of others. This is something that we've now put to two, and we even have a little bit of Neville Goddard in there with the feeling that this is something, what we're talking about in the conscious and the subconscious, and when I think back at the time frame of this, science really didn't have a whole lot of information about the brain mm. and consciousness and subconsciousness, and here we have two separate works one, again, the philosophy was more based in money. However, he did say throughout, it's about more. And here's the Kabbalion that was pure energy, and they both almost even used some of the same words. I think that in itself bears further analysis. And it, I would think I would propel it just one step further into the very end of the Kabbalion and the Hermetic axioms he says if the universe be mental in its substantial nature then it follows that mental transmutation must change the conditions and phenomena of the universe and when you drill that down to energy to vibration to you know the physicality of us as well as the energetic being that we are and the desire and action and emotions it's just looking at lifting the vibration into the real journey of, you know, achieving our goals and what we want. Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts. Find New Threads music and their latest album on iTunes, Spotify, and newthreads.us. Hey, Susan, you remember that old song that Tom Petty sang? Which the, old song? The waiting is the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Well, he was so right about that. The waiting is the hardest part. The coolest thing about all the stuff we've written, you can get it as an ebook right now, right live now. on Amazon, right now. And you know what they say, there's no time like the present. Hey, Susan, the other day I was stuck in traffic. Yeah. Uh, I'm not telling a joke here. I was oh, really oh, stuck oh, in traffic. Oh, oh. And when I'm not listening to New Threads music, I sometimes listen to our podcast. Not because I want to listen to myself. You sometimes. want to listen to me. <laughs> yeah, okay, no. Because when I listen, it's like all new, all over again. Do you ever wonder who said that? And yeah. you realize, some people say we sound alike. So whenever <laughs> I hear something that I'm like, I don't remember saying that, I just attribute it to you. Ooh, I like that. And there's four shows, so I could be in the car a long time. <laughs> and you may just be. 
Hey folks, Julie here. You know, sometimes things just don't make sense. And you get that there's something more to life. You can either do the work to find out what that is, or just stay stuck in the routine. It really is a choice. Yet once you start doing the work, that becomes a part of your routine. That's what Susan and I found out. And because I'm a writer, we documented our process. Find it today on Amazon. Energetic Invocations, a book of vibrational change, and Energetic Invocations series, a book of vibrational change, volumes 1 to 17. Ebook and books are available now. And it's, it's hard not for me to go into Neville Goddard's feeling is the secret because that's where he went explicitly into, you know, the conscious, the subconscious, and even into the action of sleep where, like, the subconscious is the female and the conscious brings in the idea and the female makes it, and it occurs into the next day. It's born into the next day. And the element of that, and also stressing that, you know, I, I think this chapter, The Mystery of Sex Transmutation, and for some reason, I have this slight understanding, and I'm not sure why, that this kind of pokes out with people where sometimes they skip over the chapter and yeah. they go, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yet, I think, you know, there's a lot of beautiful hypnosis in it, to, to say the least, of, you know, the, the vibration of what he's actually saying, because he's, t- he's taking something so natural and he's, he's expressing the power of it. He even says the emotion of sex is an irresistible force against which there can be no such opposition as an immovable body. When driven by this emotion, men become gifted with a superpower for action. Understand this truth and you will catch the significance of the statement that sex transmutation contains the secret of creative ability. And you know in that sense it's it's irregardless of the do and it's irregardless of you know the male the female the gender anything it's just the whole nature of you know the existence of this immovable force that we all have and you know it's one of the things that he speaks of further on he says that sex the emotion of sex is a very strong force but when it's coupled with the emotion of love, mm. it almost is in balance. It's in peace. It's it's in a I don't want to say positive, but it's in a, a, a life giving way. The emotion of sex is is very powerful. Yet the reason that I think he speaks about the love piece of it because it's powerful. Yet it's not guided. Mm. It's still it's like a, a loose cannon. It's very powerful, but if it's not guided to something that's creative, then it could go into something very destructive. Mm. He's not saying it's a good or a bad thing. He's saying it's a very powerful force. And then when he goes further in and he says when it's aligned with love and with romance, it's because now it's a strong force. And and, and so just... It's a strong force, and when it's guided by love, it's moving in a way that's uh, powerful and positive, I'll say, for the body. And so he gives that example because the power, the emotion of sex, the power is so strong. If it is left on its own, it can go eat any way you want it. So why wouldn't you take that and use that emotion of sex to to push your idea 
further along. Mm. And I, I think he goes, and along with that, to add on to that, he goes and, and expresses explicitly the driving force of sex and talks about grounding it, talks about the, the many influence of women who arouse the creative faculties of, you know, great leaders' minds through the stimulation of sex desire. Mm-hmm. And he's not talking about the act or anything. He's talking about that energy and that vibration. He talks about, I think, Napoleon Bonaparte, and he talks oh, he about lists a bunch. Yeah. yeah, he lists a bunch and and showing you know there there was a great woman you know quote unquote I don't particularly care for this but you know yeah. they say a great woman behind yeah. you know every great leader type thing and how you know he expressly relates how the human mind responds to that kind of stimulation and that the urge of sex is a huge stimuli for creativity. The other thing is with the Kabbalion is I'm going to quote from the book. The normal method is for the masculine and feminine principles in a person's mind to coordinate and act harmoniously. Funny because that's a word Mm -hmm. uh, Napoleon Hill uses throughout his book is harmoniously. In conjunction with each other. But unfortunately the masculine principle is the in the average person is too lazy to act mm. the display of willpower is too slight and the consequence is that such persons are ruled almost entirely by the minds and wills of other persons whom they allow to do their thinking and willing for them and that's the same thing that Napoleon Hill says is that either you find the willpower in the masculine part of your mind which is your conscious which is your the part that you have control over as to what you feel what you think Mm. you control what your masculine mind says to your feminine mind which is the subconscious you can't control the subconscious you can control the best that you can, what it tells it. Right. But then if you right, are your doing... your conscious tells it. Right, which right. Right, you're right. But your, subs, but your subconscious, once being fed properly, will create what it is that you choose. 